This is Brian Cervantes from Sabotage Wrestling, and you're listening to the Atomic Podcast. Intellectual simulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, one half of the Sabotage Wrestling Tag Team Champions, and she is also a star on Lucha Underground as Cobra Moon, Thunder Rosa. Thunder, welcome back. How are you? I am super sore. Sore? Why are you sore? <laughs> well, I just had a six-hour flight from, we just came back from New Jersey. Yeah. And um, and we were snack. I was snacking a lot the whole entire time because I couldn't go to sleep because I was too hot. <laughs> so I went to the gym, and I'm bored. Uh, you notice the last time I talked to you, I think you had 102 fever, and then now the next time I'm talking to you, you're sore. So it's like I always catch you when you're not at 100%. No, I am 100%. I'm just, you know, when you're working out a lot. Yeah. Well, that means that you're working your muscles. Uh, yeah. uh, so um, what's been what's been going on with you? Tell the people what's been going on. I know you have a lot, you know, the sabotage happened. You was in the East Coast. Um, Lucha Underground is on a roll. What's going on? Well, man, I've been super busy in the last couple of months. Like, I've been able to travel a lot. I've been going on a lot to, like, Texas, and I went to, like, the East Coast. And this weekend, I went to Legends of the Ring in uh, Pennsylvania to, like, do signings and taking pictures with fans. I was able to meet some fantastic people in network. You know, I had a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, um, there's so many. Yeah, you have a, like a lot of fans out there, and then it it you know it helps now since you're on Lucha Underground. So if people don't know you as the Rosa, they'll know you as Cobra Moon. But then it gives them a window to see. All right, so she's Cobra Moon, and she's Thunder Rosa on the uh, on the Indies. I could probably I could see how she's that character in the Indies, right? Do you get a lot of people who know you more as Cobra Moon or Thunder Rosa, or it's the same? You know what? It's uh, a lot of men. Some fans don't know that I play Cobra Moon. Like when I went to Legends, yeah, they were like, "Oh, you like Lucha Underground?" I was like, "Yeah." I, I will ask the person. They're like, "Yeah, well, I'm Cobra Moon," and they would be like, "Nah." That's like telling somebody Clark Kent is not Superman, you know? <laughs> yeah, but you know what is interesting too? Like, um, like that's on the east coast and then like in in, in texas like people follow like follow lucha underground a lot so they know i am cover moon so it's it's really nice to see them and they get excited when i go there so i mean it works in different places you know yeah um speaking of because i know um you was doing cobra moon can, can, can you do cobra moon now on independence or that's still not you still can't do that yeah you can't oh you, you could yeah, you can't. You just have to go. I'm yelling at Brian's ear. He's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have to go to vampirotv.com and you select, you know, the town that you want to have on your show. Yeah. And we're open for signings and, you know, bookings. And I'm excited. You know, it's another avenue mm-hmm. for income. Yeah. Yeah. Um, congratulations on that. Um, how has so far Lucha Underground been treating you? Like it's it, it's it's been a good experience for you so far. I mean, it definitely has opened a lot of doors, and having that on my resume just like you know makes it a, makes you a legitimate contender, you know, in any place you go. And what I what I noticed is a lot of the bookers have telling me that a lot of people at work at Lucha Underground have like 
such a good um, work ethic that they like they like to keep bringing us. You know, so I mean, it is it has been good for me. Yeah, um, is. Um, I don't know, like in um, logistics of it, but um, how long, how how long term is your contract there? Like, are, is your contract running up, or you're still pretty much there? Oh man, no, I'm here. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. And then um, now you know, from your fans, they can catch it on Netflix as well, right? Because Lucha Underground is also on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's on iTunes. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, we're on our right network and all there are definitely places where people can see it it's not like we are you know completely underground yeah I know and then people who have like sling TV um or you know how some people don't have um like you know uh like cable I think if they have like the Amazon fire stick I think that you can see it on that too so it's it's <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like, you know, if, if there's, you know, how people have the, how you call that, the jailbreak box, if, if there's a way to see it, people will see it, so. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, also, um, since you was in the East Coast, um, I know you had, um, what's so far been your favorite dish in the East Coast? My favorite dish? Yeah, like the pizza, are you a fan of the pizza? Oh my god, yeah, there's this place in, New- in Kipur, New Jersey, Yeah. it's called Estitos. Yeah. Uh, they have the best like thin crust pizza. <sighs> oh man, that sounds good. Soup. Oh my god, it was like this pizza. This pizza has like pesto, pesto sauce. Yeah. I was just so I wanted to eat it so bad, but they didn't take us to Esposito this time. Oh. It was so good. And then we went to Pen- Pennsylvania to this like diner in Allenton, Allenton, yeah. Allenton, yeah. I think. Okay. Oh my god ham and it was just everything was so fresh and delicious i want to go back uh, i'm telling you that's one thing i miss in the east coast living out in the midwest i miss real pizza you know i miss like the yeah. the, the the folding pizza and then the crust is crunchy it's you know it's it's one thing i miss about like the east coast in new york you know but it's you know i'm, I'm just glad you're getting a lot of East Coast exposure because I remember talking to you a couple of years ago. You didn't even had any East Coast exposure. You was like, "Oh, somebody booked me in the East Coast," and look at that. You've been in the East Coast so many times this year, and even I think last year too, right? Well, what happened was in January we stayed there for almost a month, so we took every booking that we can, we yeah. could, and then this next, the second time that we came back was for uh, together. That's when we came together yeah. for, for rest. For the tag team um, tournament, yeah. which was really, really fun, and then SF- SWS, yeah. you know, which we fought each other for single mile. Yeah. So, uh, and then now we sorry, we went back and we did tag team matches yeah. and the fighting. Yeah, I don't. And um, how is it? You know, I, 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 you know, had a rare conversation with Holiday on the show before because you know she rarely does podcasts and she's so cool. You know, like she's really cool and down to earth, man. You girls really get along so well. Like how, how is Holiday like? Like how is you know describe her? You know, as a friend. She's a really quiet person. She's like still herself. She's very loyal. Yeah. She's like my sister. I mean, like, like we fight like six. We like sisters. We like get annoyed by to, we annoy each other. You know, like 
when we travel as a stack team partners, we sleep always in the same room. <laughs> so I'm the one who has to like step out because I'm always calling all my friends all the time, yeah. or like texting or yelling or calling my mom, calling everybody. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of cool. And then my family really pretty much embrace her. Like my, my dad, when he calls, he's like, "Where is my Anita? <laughs> Where is my Anita?" And then I go like, "My dad wants to talk to you." <laughs> she's like, "Papi," she calls him Papi now. Wow. So she's like always commenting, is like, oh, my campeonas, like my champions, my mijas, you know. Yeah. He's very proud of us. Yeah, very that... worried too. Yeah. We always wrestle guys. Yeah. And we always get butt kicks, uh, ass kicks. So, uh, kicked. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so, uh, so he, he, he's really happy. He's really proud. The same with his mom. Like, his mom, and my his mom. her mom and my dad are always commenting on our Facebook. So it's kind of funny. Uh, that that that's that's awesome. That's awesome, and it, it's true. You know, you you guys are. I was gonna say you guys, you girls are always wrestling guys most of the time. What is it? There's not a lot of female tag teams that are that that want to fight. You know, the Twisted Sisters. What's going on with that? No, there's not a lot of ta- female tag teams in general. I mean, it's been like I will say pretty few occasions where we wrestle uh, women regularly. Yeah, so. It's, Usually men, and I mean that's how we that's how we pretty much started. We started wrestling men. Yeah. Our first match was with men, and uh, when we won the NWA Western State titles was with men. When we won the Sabotage titles was with men. Yeah. So you know. It's weird. Do you get a lot of hesitant for me? Because I remember I was I had Dan Moff on the podcast, and he was like, "Well, I will never wrestle a woman. I will never want to do that. I don't want to do no intergender matches." Do you ever have like a lot of pullback from like hey, men wrestlers? Like money, then. So, oh, hey, Brian, what's going on? Say that again, Brian. I said he must not like money. He needs to get with the time. <laughs> Man, I work in lucha underground. Yeah. I wrestle men. You know, yeah. I train with men. It's been multiple times. Yeah, like. All students, they train with each other, men or female, yeah. midget, whatever you want to say. They all work together. Like It's it's a show, you know. You put on a show. It doesn't matter who you're working with. You yeah. should be able to work with anybody. Yeah. But I'm saying, but do you do you ever get, like, pullback from some guys? Like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do that, or I don't want to do that. Like, if, have... they wanna, they want, if they don't want to do it, if they work for my company, then they won't get booked, you know? Ah. I mean, we're about to have, we're about to have an all-intergender match show yeah. in August. Oh really? I think that's okay. you know, yeah. if there's something to do, yeah, or that, or like that will affect their career, then you know, the, the, thank you very much. We have to move on, and it's the same with me. You know, it's like we always tell guys, like we always wrestle men. We're not afraid of wrestling guys. Like I'm not afraid of getting my ass kicked. You know, yeah. and I'm not afraid to kick somebody's ass. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good, you know, because it's. I don't know. There's, I guess, I guess there's like stereotypes, like oh, only fight guys or girls or the girls. But you know, it's 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 now. You know, it's it's what people like, and if people are watching it. They like it. You know, I think that would be good in WWE too to, for you know for people to do that. But you know, they have separate divisions, and I guess they'll keep it that way. But I think that's what stands Lucha Underground apart from everything else because you know, guys, women against men, men and women. You know, I, I, I just think it's it's good. It's it's good for everybody. You know, because Brian is gonna interrupt this. <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing with intergender wrestling is like this like you want to do what's cool, like, usually you put guys and girls that are usually like 
roughly around the same size. You're not going to put like, oh, let me have Brock Lesnar fight Sasha Banks. Of yeah. course that doesn't make sense, you know, but if you have like, uh, you know, like one of the cruiserweights fighting Sasha Banks, yeah. it makes for a good match, you know? So yeah. I don't see a problem with it, you know, because, you know, they train together and stuff like that. There's not that much difference in size, but... Yeah, you know, like, but when you had, like, back in the days, when you had Rey Mysterio fight the big show, did that really make any sense? <laughs> no, but, sure. I mean, it was still entertaining, though. Yeah. You know? So you mean, like, somebody, like, like, somebody who's, like, the same height, like, let's say, um, like, a, like, a, like, a, um, uh, Kalisto against, like, Thunder Rosa, something like that. So some guy, you know, that who is height-wise and weight-wise are the same, not something that's, like, somebody who's, like, super huge against somebody who's super small, right? Yeah. Yeah. It makes doesn't you know like anyone should be able to work anyone, but it's like it has to make sense you know. So like of course if you have drastic size differences, it always makes it a little odd. But you know if sometimes sometimes it still could be a good story when you have the David versus Goliath thing. Yeah. No, you're right about that. Um, so, Brian, since I have you on the line, um, tell the people how was sabotage, man. I heard it was a really big success. Um, I don't remember the last time we talked. I don't even know if we had a sabotage. <laughs> yeah, the last time you talked, Thunder Rosa had a fever. Yeah, so like, I think we've had three sabotage shows now. Yeah. We're running uh, the fourth one on August 5th in um, San Diego, California. So that'll be a new area where we're going to do the um, uh, War of the Genders. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to have eight intergender matches so it's going to be a show that's you know it's going to it's going to be different it's going to be a lot different and it's going to hopefully open up some eyes to intergender wrestling especially out here on the west coast I know they do it sometimes in the I guess it's like Girl Fight did it yeah and maybe some other places have done it but it's never really been done on the west coast as far as I know the whole card the whole card being all Wow, and um, this is an and this is an idea you came up with, or like, how did this brainchild came about? Um, I mean, we had talked about, I had talked about it with you know Mel and like Donovan and some of my uh, partners, but um, it was kind of like, well, we'll do it one day. But then when we started to book the show, we were like really um, didn't have a lot of female talent that we could choose from, so it was like, well, we can't get all the females we need to do the um, all-female show. Why not try to do the gender war? You know? Um, so it was kind of like uh, an opportunity to take advantage of, you know, the, all the girls working in other places to, like, say, okay, well, let's do the gender wars now, then. It makes sense. Wow. But when you said um, the other females, it was hard to get other females booked for the for, for the show? Well, you know, like, they already had obligations for oh. the had, you know, because it was only like a two month or two and a half month window, and you know some of the girls who worked sabotage already had bookings, or or some of them are the Texas girls, you know, like cost wise, just bringing them all over here, is, you know, you know, costs a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. So far, you know, you guys had a lot of girls for sabotage, and um, so far, who's been your your standouts for your sabotage events? Which um girls have been your standouts? Our standouts, um, well, of course, Delilah Doom is our champion. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's, she's never been defeated at Sabotage in all three shows. She's had the three, four, five, five matches in, at Sabotage shows. She's defended the belt in various other locations. 
throughout Texas. Uh, so, you know, like, she's kind of like our, you know, she's on the top right now. We've had, you know, the Twisted Sisters, of course, our uh, tag team champions, uh-huh. um, Ruby Rays. Yeah. Uh, she's, she pretty much destroyed everyone at the last seven times. <laughs> they had a, a weird city warfare match where she was in the ring with eight other girls and pretty uh-huh. much destroyed them. Wow. Um, you know, we've had a lot of outstanding girls. Uh, Shanti Blackheart, who's been doing a lot of stuff um, throughout the country, and she's over in Europe. Desi Dorada, she just got back from Europe also. Um, you know, so, I mean, we have a lot of girls that have been really stepping up and doing some great stuff. Yeah. Have you ever thought about like uh, uh, like a, a ladies, you know, like 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 um a gimmick match, like a, a ladies ladder match or anything like that, or like tables or? <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, there's been talk about it here on the West Coast. I don't want to like steal anyone else's other ideals. I mean, gotcha. they actually have they haven't actually like um, happened. You know, I know I know one promotion was talking about it doing a. Um, a ladders match. I don't know what happened with that. Yeah. There was one talking about doing a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Yeah. But that didn't fall through either. So, I mean, kind of like up to the talent also. I don't want to, you know, put them in something that they don't want to do. Yeah. So, like, I think, um, got to kind of train up to do those kind of matches. I don't, you know, want to just do it just to make a dollar. You know, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that everyone knows how to, like, properly do those type of matches. Yeah, and you know, no one come, no, you know, no one is hurt or anything like that, right? Yeah, but, you know, safety first. Got to make sure that you know, like those kind of matches are, you know, especially that. I mean, hopefully, people there do those things for like WWE and Lucha Underground. They're, they're probably training those up, but uh, I'm not sure. Like indie wrestlers are always like, you know, that well trained on you know how to take chair shots around and, like, get <laughs> chair shots and things like that. Yeah. Uh, um, so far, you know, you've had um, Karina Kyle as a referee for the events. You know, you have other people there. Um, is there any body that you're looking at that you would love to add to your sabotage events? As far as women? Yeah. I mean, I'm always on the lookout for, like, especially, like, females who who are good at, you know, refereeing. There's not a lot of female referees. There's a few in the country. Okay. Uh, like ring announcers, female ring announcers, female, um, like, general manager types, you know, people mm-hmm. who have, like, mic skills. There's a lot of females that wrestle, but there's not a lot of females, like, who are, like, those type of manager type things out there. So, you know, just trying to find women who are willing to do that that are out here especially I'm not saying there's not but out here in the west coast there's not a lot of them mm-hmm. you know so trying to build that up and try to find those would be ideal and there's a lot of tons of talent that we would love to work with you know from the east coast from the midwest Florida area yeah. you know we just bring in it's just a matter of time and time and money yeah is there, is there any names that come to mind that you could put out there that you're looking for in the East Coast? Um, I mean, the 
Twisted Sisters just wrestled two of them this last weekend. They wrestled Lufisto yeah. and they Jordan Grace. You know, those two, you know, like, are awesome. You know, would love to get them in there one day. Um, um, Taylor Hendricks. Taylor Hendricks. Yeah. Uh, Sue Young. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, Sonia Strong? I don't always say Sonia Strong Thunderosa, but Sonia Strong, I think, would be a good. I, talk, I talked to her about coming to Sabotage, but again, it's like, because we're starting, you know, our, our budget is pretty, yeah. like, we're limiting our budget right now, because, like, we really want to build for next year, Yeah. so we're really tightening our, our little pennies and dollars that we're spending on, on it. It's, like, it's an expensive show, you know, women's wrestling is expensive. Yeah. So, um, you know, so we're really, like, trying to, like, focus on, uh, on what we're going to do for next year and, and how we're going to approach it. And, um, I mean, we, we want to bring talent that has not been in, in, in California or in, in, in Texas, you know, because that's important because it's, 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 it's exposure for them, too, mm-hmm. you know? Because not only, like, they get to wrestle, but it's, like, as, as you can see, the the amount of effort that the team puts on promoting on social media, it's immense, you know? Yeah. Because I know, and, uh, yeah. No, I was going to say, because I, I know, um, I remember um, Tina Franco, remember remember her from, the she's like, Miss Nor- yeah, she is dying to paint your face, like, you know, because she, she does artwork, and I think if you was to meet her, and I think she just has ideas for your face, so, <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. I'm going to be in San Diego. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she said free of charge, free of charge, she just wants to experiment on your face, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I mean, it's an important match. I'm gonna be going with a guy, and he's name is Roses, and yeah. he's a beast, you know. So I gotta have my war paint. Yeah, and um, how how was your body holding up? Um, are you okay? Like, there's no any injuries. You're pretty good. I mean, there's a ling- lingering injuries, you know, here and there, and like I've been training. I've been doing different types of training lately, and that's definitely like. My body's like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> and the traveling and wrestling a lot, you know, definitely it's, it's, it, I got to baby my body. So, um, I got to be gentle sometimes and listen to it. But, um, yeah, it's been a year since I injured my shoulder. Yeah. And in my anniversary, like my shoulder was screaming, yeah, I still hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's still there. I'm, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm getting a lot more muscle. I'm, I'm trying to get a little stronger, you know. Cause it's, imp- it's important to stay strong and to stay in shape, especially with the, the amount of, you know, bookings that I have for the next couple of months. Yeah. You know, so I just want to make sure that by the time I go to Europe, I'm 100%. And I also have to look amazingly well because I have this awesome photo shoot that you guys will be able to see in my next calendar. Oh, all right. I know. Um, um, my daughter wanted me to ask you this question. Um, what is the key to your abs? Like, how? What? Like, what exercises do you do to maintain your abs? It's called diet. <laughs> so, <laughs> stay off the chicharrones. No, no tacos. Chicharrones. Yeah. Well, I eat tacos. I mean, right now I'm eating pretty much. Everything I want, but in, in moderation, you know, okay. always in moderation. Um, I listen to my body. I eat when I need to eat. I don't overeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to stay away 
as much as possible from carbs. Okay. Like pan, tortillas. Oh, and that's hard. That's hard for a Latino. <laughs> yep. Tortillas de harina, and yeah. I've been eating a lot. Like last week, we went to my my grandma's house. Yeah. My aunt's house, and they fed us. You know. Mole. Oh my god. Huevos, tortillas de harina, tortillas de maíz, pan, pollo. Like <sighs> everything. But I was like, alright, cool. I'm just gonna eat it and then I'm gonna work out super hard in the week. Oh. So, I mean, I'm like working out four to five hours a week and a day, you know? Yeah. Oh my so, god. That's like it's like yeah. <laughs> It's like you have all this good food, and then it's like, all right, back to work. Got to work this out to, you know, have to have to build the temple right. So it's like, you know, you you yeah, eat. Like this week, it was it was it was fine because we stayed at my a friend's house, Kevin Asta from Damage Three Sixty Five Radio. Yeah, and uh, we were able to buy our food, and I prepped the food, and you know, I cooked for Camille and I yeah. breakfast and everything, just to make sure that we stay on track. Yeah. I mean, we ate out, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah, is it is it hard? And you know, you know, life of life of the wrestler on the road is you know you're driving in the car, you got your munchies, and you stop at different places. Is it hard for you to eat out and do it like on a budget, or you always pack food when you leave on you know on your trips? This week I did better than other weeks, but yeah, it is kind of. I mean, it depends. Like the problem is like when you're when you're driving for hours and hours and hours. I mean, I bring my food, but I eat every two hours. So every, I eat my, by wow. the time we get someplace, I'm already done with the food, you know? Every two hours? I, I eat a lot. Yeah, Brian can tell you. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. So how I many... Get, I get hungry all the time. Wait, so how many... Uh, wait, how many hours are you in the gym, though? You know... I, like, today, I was there for two hours. Okay, so then after you leave the gym, then you eat, and then you go, like, you I, know... I didn't get a chance to eat right now. I'm actually going to drink my protein shake before I go to sleep. Yeah. Oh. And today was kind of weird because you know the time change and then the airplane. Yeah. We brought we brought our snacks and stuff. So I mean, I ate some and then they brought some snacks and I was like, oh my god, yes, yes. So I was snacking a lot, which is not good. <laughs> so I we just ate, you know, we ate uh, pork chops with rice and salad. Mm-hmm. And then a fried egg. Oh my god, I I swear they put the plate and I literally licked the plate. Wow. Like I just vacuum it. Like Brian I eat like a I eat like a little man. <laughs> I do. Everybody's like, Where does where does the food go to to my butt? <laughs> it goes to my butt. Yeah. yeah you like a I, I like to eat. You're like a trash compactor, right? You just you just put it in and then you don't know where it goes. Oh man, yeah. But um but I mean I work I work out a lot too, so yeah. I mean I, I work out at least Five to six times a week when it's possible. Five to six times a week, two hours each every time you're yeah, yeah, around two hours. Oh my god, you're like a machine. Yeah, I mean, I love working out. It's like like today I had a really good workout because it was just like I stoned out and I saw like I got a couple of friends here at, at my local gym. Like we all saw each other. What's up, man? You know, what's up, girl? Looking good, looking good. Like you like that? You like that sense of community because. The same people go to the gym, you know. Yeah, so uh, yeah, they pretty much know you there. Yeah, they know you, they know you by name. I know the guy that works in the front. Like we chit chat. He like walks me to my to my station, complaining about you know <laughs> customers and stuff. And yeah. And um. And we just gossip for a little bit, and then he leaves, and then there's another lady that I've seen 
I've been, you know, seen her in the gym for like years now. And she's a good friend. She's always giving me good advice. Then a couple other people that I've seen them, like their, their body transformation and see my body transformation. So it's really cool, you know, you build community. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing that, you know, you know, like, you know, you have a ritual and you do it all the time. And then, you know, you're still doing what you want to do in life. So that's amazing. And your body is your, you know, is your moneymaker. So you got to make sure everything is right and, every, you know, you're injury free, you're training great. So, you know, much respect to you, Thunder Rosa, much respect. Yeah, you just got to keep, you know I mean, if you, this is what you love and this is what you want to do. I always, always say it's like, you got to do what you got to do. You know, and if that is like, you, you got to eat right and you got to do sacrifices. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Um, you know, to tell the people out there, what was the moment that came to you in life where you realized, like, this is what I want to do? Because, you know, I, I know you had a regular job before, but like how, because I, I know we talked about this before when you first came on my show, but to the, to the new listeners out there, like how did you come to the Jesus moment and said, I want to be a wrestler? It was never a moment in where I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah. like hard life. Yeah. There were many moments in where I've been like, I told Brian, I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm ready. Wow. I'm ready to start a regular job and go back to school, be a regular person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, but it's, it's the fact, like when you, when you go to places and people know you and people tell you like, you are an inspiration for them. And like that, you see that you can make a change in people's lives. That's when I'm like, oh, I mean, this is pretty cool, you know. Like, I don't know. It's just very, very interesting. And like, that's I mean, that's one. I think that's one of the main reasons why I keep doing what I'm doing because I I've seen you know people change because like I was like the like their inspiration you know on doing certain stuff and it's really really cool and being able to like do certain stuff that you know not all the women have been able to accomplish in this business it's it's amazing and the fact that I have a voice or at least I think I have a voice and I can you know express myself and, 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 and not only in the ring but outside the ring to show other women or Latinas or like any other person of color that it is possible to become successful in any in any platform in life. You know, that's why I do what I do. Yeah, and yeah, you're an inspiration to a lot of people out there and um, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, and I mean, I, I gotta do this as long as my body allows me to do it. And um, and that's what I'm here for, you know. Yeah. Um. Any any dream matches you want to have with someone as of yet? Dream matches? Not really. Like I just like like I said, I just want to travel and work with as many people as possible. Yeah. And learn as much as possible. Okay. So like, I still want to go, I still want to go and train in Mexico with some of the legends out there. Yeah. I. Uh, I want to go and I want to come here and train with some people that have been in the business for a long time. In Europe, I want to train with some people too. Just like, I just want to learn as much as possible. You know, it's like, that's like the beauty of being a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like, you can recreate yourself every month, every day. 
Yeah. Okay, Thunder Rosa, and um, my final question for you is, are you ready? Yes. When will Thunder Rosa have a baby? I knew you were going to ask me. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me. When are we going to have a Thunder baby? <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> I caught you. You knew I was going to ask that? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that question. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love babies, and I've talked to, like, it's so funny because sometimes I see babies, and I'm like, oh, she or he's so cute, and Brian just looks at me and is like, stop looking at babies. Not <laughs> that, that's not happening. That's, that's not happening? Probably, like, in a couple, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if God bless us with a baby, we're going to be happy. If not, you know, we'll be uncles forever. Yeah. I'll be a stepmom forever. Uh, I don't know. I'm just picturing Thunder Rosa with a with a pregnant belly. No, no, <laughs> no. True that. No. <laughs> I mean, it will be nice. Yeah. I was just telling Brian. I just want to see the baby's face, and he's like, he's gonna be, or she, or he, she or he is gonna be really cute. That's for sure. Yeah. Stop thinking about babies. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh man. Um, Thunder Rosa. Um. Let's plug your social media, plug all your bookings you have coming out, and plug the next Sabotage event again. Absolutely. I'm going to start with the next Sabotage event first. It's August 5th in Imperial Beach, the War of the Genders. We have eight matches, all intergender. And if you're in the Bay, in the Bay Area, in Imperial Beach for vacation or whatever, just come and check it out. Uh, all your information is on Facebook, Sabotage Wrestling, and Sabotage Wrestling on Instagram. Uh, for me, next week, I'm actually going to be in Texas the whole entire weekend. Wow. I start in Corpus Christi. It's going to be my debut out there. I'm really excited because, you know, as many as you know, Selena is from Corpus Christi. She was born there. And now my new theme song when I come is Selena. So I'm going to go and see. I, I hope I can go and see her uh, her statue and stuff. They have something out there. Wow. So I'm going to be there on Friday. Saturday, I'm going to be in Austin at AAPW. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, I'm gonna be in Anarchy. Is it just Anarchy? Anarchy Championship Wrestling. Anarchy Championship Wrestling. Forgive me, my brain is not working. Yeah. Uh, this Queen, Queens of Queens uh, tournament. So yeah. we're gonna see who will be crowned uh, the Queen of Queens. Mm. Um, we have Sue Young, Sexy Star, uh, Angel, Angel Blue, yeah, Sage Saint Hudson Envy. Oh, wow. And uh, Ali Cat. So we're all in the show. And I'm really excited. Wow. Really, really excited. And I come back on Tuesday. Wow. And then I'm, I'm going to be in the Bay Area, actually. Yeah. For a whole week, which I am extremely excited every time I, I come home and I stay home. <laughs> yeah, I always say the best the best vacation is a staycation. That's what I always oh, say. Yeah. I'm a homebody. Yeah. And you also are on Lucha Underground as well, right? Uh, in Lucha Underground, remember Cobra Moon, everybody, watch the show. Mm-hmm. If you can watch it, watch the promos that are amazing. Yeah. You know, amazing. Follow follow us on Twitter at ThunderRosa22, Instagram at ThunderRosa22. And thank you for all of those who have been following me. I have reached 14.6. Uh, thousand followers. Wow! And which I'm really excited keeps growing. Um, 
just follow my, my journey with, you know, fitness and wrestling and just blah stuff. Then we have YouTube, it's Donna Rosa 22 And Facebook, it's Donna Rosa 2. Like my page. <laughs> and my website is unstoppabletr.com. Wow, how do you keep track of all that? Whoo, that's a lot right I there. And I just realized that I messed up today, so it's kind of hard to keep keep track of it. But, um, you know, you just got to be active. And I try to post at least five times a day, but sometimes it's almost like, yeah. I'm over posting. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know, I appreciate, I know you're jet lagged, that you're tired. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me, Thunder, and you've always been a friend to the show and love talking to you, and Brian is always great, and you guys are the best. Thank you so much. No, thank you, and um, I hope to see you soon. Hopefully, they go to the Midwest. Yeah, I know. They're, they're kind of lacking in the Midwest. They need they need you guys out here really bad. Yeah, they do. I got a couple of friends, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully they'll book you, um, book you and book you and, and um, the Twisted Sisters actually out here in the Midwest. I think you'll just set everybody's eyes on fire if you guys come out here. Absolutely. Uh, Thunder, thank you so much. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.